My name is Jason Allen, and I'm the host of Reclamation Worship, the podcast devoted to reclaiming a biblical view of worship for the church. I want to thank you for joining me for this episode of Reclamation Worship. We are looking at J.C. Ryle's Thoughts for Young Men, and this is part four, Special Rules for Young Men. Today we are looking at the second reading from part four, and it is this. For another thing, resolve by God's help to shun everything which may prove an occasion for sin. In an effort to keep these Ryle recordings as short as possible, I'm not going to ask any questions or include any commentary here, but if interested, you can go to reclamationworship.com, click on podcast, look at this particular episode, and in the show notes, I will include questions and thoughts that you can share with your kids as you disciple them using J.C. Ryle's Thoughts for Young Men. All right, well, let's head on over to the reading. For another thing, resolve by God's help to shun everything which may prove an occasion for sin. It is an excellent saying of good Bishop Hall. He that would be safe from the acts of evil must widely avoid the occasions. It is not enough that we determine to commit no sin. We must carefully keep at a distance from all approaches to it. By this test, we ought to try our ways of spending our time. The books that we read, the families that we visit, the society into which we go. We must not content ourselves with saying, there is nothing positively wrong here. We must go further and say, is there anything here which may prove to me the occasion of sin? This, be it remembered, is one great reason why idleness is so much to be avoided. It is not that doing nothing is of itself so positively wicked. It is the opportunity it affords to evil thoughts and vain imaginations. It is the wide door it opens for Satan to throw in the seeds of bad things. It is this which is mainly to be feared. If David had not given occasion to the devil by idling on his housetop at Jerusalem, he would probably never have seen Bathsheba nor murdered Uriah. This, too, is one great reason why worldly amusements are so objectionable. It may be difficult, in some instances, to show that they are, in themselves, positively unscriptural and wrong. But there is little difficulty in showing that the tendency of almost all of them is most injurious to the soul. They sow the seeds of an earthly and sensual frame of mind. They war against the life of faith. They promote an unhealthy and unnatural craving after excitement. They minister to the lust of the flesh and the lust of the eye and the pride of life. 1 John 2.16 They dim the view of heaven and eternity and give a false color to the things of time. They indispose the heart for private prayer, scripture reading, and calm communion with God. The man who mingles in them is like one who gives Satan vantage ground. He has a battle to fight, and he gives his enemy the help of sun, wind, and hill. It would be strange indeed if he did not find himself continually overcome. Young men, endeavor as much as in you lies to keep clear of everything which may prove injurious to your soul. Never hold a candle to the devil. People may say, you are over-scrupulous. Too particular. 
Where is the mighty harm of such and such things? But heed them not. It is dangerous to play tricks with edged tools. It is far more dangerous to take liberties with your immortal soul. He that would be safe must not come near the brink of danger. He must look on his heart as a magazine of gunpowder and be cautious not to handle one spark of temptation more than he can help. Where is the use of your praying? Lead us not into temptation. Matthew 6.13 Unless you are yourselves careful not to run into it. And deliver us from evil. Unless you show a desire to keep out of its way. Take example from Joseph. Not merely did he refuse his mistress's solicitation to sin, but he showed his prudence in refusing to be with her at all. Genesis 39.10 Lay to heart the advice of Solomon, not merely to go not in the path of wickedness, but to avoid it, pass not by it, turn from it, and pass away. Proverbs 4.15 Not merely not to be drunken, but not even to look upon the wine when it is red. Proverbs 23.31 The man who took the vow of a Nazarite in Israel not only took no wine, but he even abstained from grapes in any shape whatever. Abhor that which is evil, says Paul to the Romans. Romans 12.9 Not merely do not do it. Flee youthful lust, he writes to Timothy. Get away from them as far as possible. 2 Timothy 2.22 Alas, how needful are such cautions. Dinah must needs go out among the wicked Shechemites to see their ways, and she lost her character. Lot must needs pitch his tent near sinful Sodom, and he lost everything but his life. Young men, be wise in time. Do not be always trying how near you can allow the enemy of souls to come and yet escape him. Hold him at arm's length. Try to keep clear of temptation as far as possible, and this will be one great help to keep clear of sin. Well, this concludes today's reading from J.C. Ryle's Thoughts for Young Men. Again, if you're interested in seeing my thoughts on this reading, head over to reclamationworship.com. Click on podcast, find this particular episode, and in the show notes, you will see uh, some thoughts and questions there. I've been hearing stories of how you are using these readings with your kids, and I am so encouraged. I want to encourage you to share these readings with others. Tell others about these readings and how they can be using them to disciple their children. Also, don't forget to go to iTunes where you can subscribe, rate, and review Reclamation Worship. We are on Twitter at Reclamation HQ, Instagram at Reclamation Worship, and Facebook at Reclamation Worship. Please head on over to those various platforms and follow and like and interact. I would love to talk with you over social media, or you can reach me through reclamationworship.com. Until next time, solely Deo Gloria.